We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Okay, who was right last night? And uh, this one's all about pizza. Come on. When the moon hits you out like a big pizza pie. Katie is joining us right now. Good morning, Katie. Good morning. And uh, you've got a problem, an argument that's ongoing with your husband, Ben, over pizza. And can you tell us what that is? Yeah, well, basically it's this. My husband and I have never seen eye to eye on this. We continue to disagree about what to do with leftover pizza and, and how you store it. So what my husband will do is just put it back in the box and leave it on the counter, leave it on the stove, and he will just eat it the next day. And he thinks that's fine. No refrigeration, just leave the pizza out as is, let it cool down and just, it's there. Yeah, room temperature pizza. And he's, he keeps arguing that it's fine and it's totally edible. Whereas I'm like, what about bacteria? No. And my bottom line is that if there's leftover pizza, you shouldn't let it go to waste. It should be in the refrigerator. It should be in a Ziploc bag or a container. And his method means it sits out. It is now back to whatever those ingredients do in their state without <laughs> any proper looking after. And I can't, I'm not comfortable feeding that to my kids. I don't even want to give it to our pets. Our dog can't have that. Okay. All right. So in a nutshell, uh, you store the pizza away and uh, Ben leaves it out just to feast on for the next 24 or 36 hours. Yep, and he'll argue with me about it. Like, hey, I've been doing this for years, and I'm fine. The sure. ultimate question, is there pineapple on the pizza? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Throw it, now they're twisted. <laughs> you store that in the garbage can. No. no. My wife does like the pineapple pizza. Now, how much pizza is left over, and how many days does it last? Because I think if you just leave it a couple hours on the countertop, it's all right. But if yeah. you're going to make this, you know, food prep throughout the week with the pizza, I think you're going to have to store it in containers, Right? I think so. I agree with you. I mean, I've I've forgotten he did it one time, and it was still there the next morning. And he was arguing that was going to be his breakfast. Yum! I love pizza. A for man breakfast. that had pre- a pizza for breakfast. Okay, <laughs> that's my kind yeah. of man. All right. Before we go to the jury, Katie, any closing argument you would like to make on this? Yeah, I'm not that great with science, but let's talk a little bit about science. Anything that's left to room temperature is already going to have bacterial growth on it. That can make you sick. for the immune system. Okay. All righty. (laughs) Statman, you're the first in the jury today. Where do you stand on pizza? Look, if it's just for a few hours or even like from the night to the morning, I'll say six hours. Under six hours, I think it's okay to leave out. But over that, it's going to dry out. It's not going to reheat the same. And I think you should put it in a container and store it in the fridge. So are you Team Katie or Ben? Uh, I guess I'm Team Katie because I think you should store it after a while. Okay. Ashley? I did agree with Katie and the point that she said leftovers should be eaten. I fully agree with that. Okay, yes. But I'm the type, if it was sitting on the stove overnight, I'd eat it. I don't need it to go into the fridge, where really? Nick will always put the pizza in the fridge yeah. every time. Are you Team Ben then? Team Ben. Team Ben. Okay. Leave it out.
I'm going to go Team Katie because once the pizza's done, I, I'll put it in the uh, refrigerator warm inside a Ziploc bag unless there's room in there for the whole box, and I'll stick that in there. But chances are, and I I know me, <laughs> I'm getting up in the middle of the night and eating cold pizza with a glass of milk. That's just Ew. the way I roll. I'm sorry. That's what I do. That's don't, even don't, more wrong than... Don't judge oh, over there. I'm, I mean, I'm I just, judging. Uh, I wake up uh -oh. thinking about that pizza, and I'm like, you know, there's still two pieces of that pizza in there. And <laughs> <laughs> in a cup of milk? That's disgusting. So, uh, by a score of two to one, we have determined that Katie was right last night. Store the pizza away. I think so. Yes. Thank you. I feel supported. Oh, good. Oh. Come on. There's got to be somebody else that agrees with me. Oh, I'm sure. And with Ben, so 749-B105, I bet we're going to hear from some people that make pizza that are going to tell us yay or nay on what happens with the bacteria growth on pizza afterwards. There's a lot of preservatives in it. I know that. But still, we'll see. So, uh, Katie, stand by. Let's see what the B105 jury thinks. Great. Thank you. Yep. 749-B105. Come on. 730. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Woo, we opened up a uh, can of worms or a box of pizza. I can't decide which on our Who Was Right last night on B105 this morning. Uh, Katie and her husband Ben arguing about how to store leftover pizza. Well, Ben doesn't store it. He leaves it in the box overnight for days on the like counter. Uh, Katie's like, you got to put that stuff away. Uh, let's go to the B105 jury right now. Samantha from Blue Ash says we're all wrong and you know the right way to store pizza. How is that? Yes, you're supposed to store it in the oven. Why? <laughs> because it keeps it at room temp. Who likes cold pizza? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like cold pizza. Are you turning on your oven and keeping it warm or what? No, I just store it in there because it's sealed tight so nothing gets in there in the box. In the box. In the, box. Came in. In the oven. I literally, mm. after we're done with it, we got half a pizza left. I take the box and I stick it in the oven, close the oven, and next day it's ready to go. Wow. It's like a fire hazard almost. And you must not have like an Officer Nick or a Big Dave or Stuntman uh -huh. in your house. Half a pizza left? Yeah. That's what I, I wasn't shocked about the oven comment as much as I was shocked about the half a pizza left. I was like, okay. All right. Well, thank you, Samantha. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. And uh, Michael from Aurora went to culinary school and might be able to answer some of the questions about storing pizza. What do you got? Okay. Honestly, if the pizza was ordered the night before, yeah, I'd eat it in the morning. I'd eat it for breakfast. Same. And honestly, I'd probably eat it for like 24 hours. 36, kind of pushing it, but, you know. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Okay, so uh, you're saying the window is anywhere after you bought it to 24 hours. It's safe to leave out. I'd, I'd say it's safe to leave out at that point. Okay, thank uh -huh. you very much, Michael. Appreciate it. All right, no problem. Uh, and Lindsay from Cincinnati also uh, agrees with Ben because she works at a pizza place. What do you got? I uh, think as long as it doesn't have chicken or pineapple, it's good for about 24 hours out on the stove top or however. If it's got chicken, I recommend putting it in the fridge. What about pineapple? It has nothing to do with it. I can see chicken maybe going well, bad, but the pineapple will be fine. Well, it's already been uh, distressed by being baked. Yeah, the pineapple starts turning like nasty and mushy is what the deal is with the pineapple. Oh, man. So it gets like, it kind of like gets stagnant. 
Okay. Thank you very much, Lindsay. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. We got Merle from Sparta here wants to add to the discussion. What do you got? So I'm just wondering what kind of household these people live in where they've actually got leftover pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. 747. You got something you want us to solve on who was right last night? Call the line and leave a message. Name and number. 699-4423. 699-4423, as Ashley likes to say. We'd love to give you our opinion. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Going, 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 going. Class is in session. So, let the grading begin. It's the Big Dave Show Relationship Report Card on B105. Check up from the neck up time here on B105 and uh, joining us, stat wife Kayla. Good morning, stat wife. Good morning. And also uh, Officer Nick joining us. Good morning, Officer Nick. Good morning. All righty, so we're uh, ready to get going. Both barrels ready to fire. We'll let stat wife Kayla go first. Well, we went to the Cyclones game. And, uh, you know, it was this really cool event where they were bringing all the teddy bears in. And, you know, there was a really cool new record that was set. Um, but in preparation for going, uh, you know, Stat was supposed to get some, some fresh toys for us to take to the game. Yeah, it was a throwback uh, night, throw the teddy yeah. bears on the ice. So you put Stat in charge of the teddy bears. Yeah, our daughters, yeah. I wanted them to experience it. So... So I open up the new bag to see what kind of stuffed animals that he had brought home for us and the kids. And all of the animals looked really familiar. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So I knew my husband was frugal, but I didn't know he was this cheap. He went in the attic and found a bag of old stuffed animals that we had with our kids, but not just any stuffed animals. I would have been okay with some, you know, gently loved ones. We have so many up there. Yeah, but these were like special ones. This was like Stacy's first um, stuffed animal that my mom got her for her room before she was even born. I I was really disappointed. They had meaning to them. You had a connection with them. And don't the Cyclones ask for new? Or, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, that's the thing. We had so many that have the tags on them. They just sat in the corner like they never were used (laughs) or played with. They 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 were new. Yes. So so I've thought, okay, let's get rid of them. And every single one of them has sentimental value. There's so many. <laughs> well, you open up a lot of times when you go up in the attic or your basement and you find things that are related to your kids, there's sentimental value attached to them that you forgot that they had. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you think you can't let them go, but Stat's ready for you guys to just wing them out on the ice. <laughs> How many Build-A-Bears do we need to hold on to, really? You know, I'm, kind of, I'm surprised you didn't throw your air fryer out on the ice the other night, too, just, just to get rid of it. <laughs> well, that was broken, that was so what was what what did you guys end up doing, Kayla? I ended up saving the day, of course, and getting new toys. But I was really disappointed in the fact that he was going to give away our kids' stuffed animals. So you had to make a trip to the store on your own. I got you. Now, uh, uh, Officer Nick, it's your turn. What are we uh, judging Ashley on this morning? So we had a pretty good weekend and uh, went out on a little date night on Saturday. On the way home, I get a phone call and. 
the call comes through the Bluetooth radio, and Ashley recognizes it right away. It's my cousin's husband, Justin, uh, best man from our wedding. He is asking me to go to a Bengals game on Sunday, this, this past Sunday, the, the Bengals-Ravens game. Oh, yeah, that sounds fun. I was certainly excited to get the invitation. I did know that I probably wasn't going to be able to go because of work, and that's okay. But before I could say anything, Ashley, what did you do? Oh, I obviously heard the conversation happening as it's all throughout the car. So Justin's like, yeah, do you want to go with so-and-so and Adam? And he's got a ticket and I'm not going, but you can go. And I'm like, no, he's not going. And that's what I said. Wait, so you answered for him. She didn't just answer. She was so emphatic. She didn't even make eye contact with me. There was no look over. It was just, he's not going. It was like, wow, just shut down, emasculated. No, no. <laughs> well, you see, I know that this would uh, make Justin, you know, obviously on the phone, keep it together and be like, Nick, get your woman. But I know Justin's yeah. going to be cracking up. So really, oh, yeah. it's all in good fun. Oh, so it's just like a joke. Then. It's a joke. Oh, also- I've heard all week. And I, I tried to get him on the line, honestly, as a surprise right now to get him to say it, but he's working right now, so he couldn't make the phone call. But all I've heard from Justin and everybody he, who he's told this to is, you got ran. You don't get to make any decisions at your house. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not even, yeah. There are people now that won't even call me. They said, we're just going to text Ashley. Oh, whatever. I don't even know what I may or may not be invited to do because she's just running the schedule. If I get an invitation to something, it's going to be third party through her. What well, needs to be anyways because I keep the schedule. This reminds yeah. me of a meme that Grover Collins posted <laughs> on B105's Facebook over the weekend with a therapist talking to a couple. And the therapist is asking, do you feel dominated by your wife? And the wife answers, no, he doesn't. Ah, she has a yeah. 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 I mean, I like that, that one. It encapsulates what just happened in your truck <laughs> perfectly, I think. It's perfect. Yeah, I saw that. That hit. A little too close to home, Dave. (laughs) I'll try to get better and let you answer no, even though I know it's a no, and you were going to take 30 minutes getting to that no. You just can't tell people no. You'll be like, oh, well, I'll try to rearrange my work schedule, but I do got to work, but I got to do this, and it's like, no, you're not going. But it's fun to dream about the opportunity of maybe going, and even knowing you know realistically it can't, but maybe for 10 minutes you could think maybe there's a way. Exactly. Yeah, Sack gets it. And, it. and the longer I stretch this out, Ashley, the more likely I am to get invited the next time. Yeah, I'll like, see. There's a, there's a method time. to his madness. Let's get some grades now. Stat wife Kayla, what's he getting today? Oh, a big fat C for cheap. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that, right to the point. And uh, Officer Nick, uh, for Ashley shooting down your, the possibilities of you going to the Bengals-Ravens game last Sunday before you could even get a word out of your mouth. What is she getting? Yeah. I'm going to give you a C and an F, Ashley, for control freak. Oh! <laughs> That's well played. I love it. All right. <laughs> Relationship report card complete. Officer Nick, stat wife, Kayla, thank you, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Please call me if anything's going on. I'd love to know. <laughs> 631. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, Big Dave Show, short-term memory game. We got Jerry from Williamsburg here with us. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning. So you heard the relationship report card. My question for you is, uh, what did all... We took it all. We brought them to our land. 
An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Officer Nick get invited to that actually quickly declined <laughs> for him. Uh, Bengals game. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, Bengals Ravens game last Sunday. Well, hey, they're playing them this Sunday. Yeah. You can get invited again. And you can uh, turn them down once again. Congrats, Jerry. Jerry, you've got a four pack of tickets to see the Cyclones take on Indy Fuel Friday night at Heritage Bank Center. Good. Awesome. You have a great time, Jerry, and thanks for listening to B105. You're welcome. They just have a this is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, and it says on our caller ID that it's your mom calling right now. Who is this? <laughs> this is Brittany. Brittany, why does your caller ID here at B105 say your mom? Um, Honestly, I have a lot of nosy people in my life, so I changed my caller ID so they couldn't figure out who I was. I didn't even know that was a thing. How is that possible? <laughs> oh. I mean, it says mom, comma, your, and we're like, wait, well, we have to answer that, right? <laughs> what can we do for you, mom? Um, yeah. Okay, so I just heard the little segment on the joke for, or the on the radio for the dad jokes, and I was wondering if I could do one for you guys. Well, yeah, we can't turn down mom, so yeah. go right ahead. What do you got? <laughs> All right, why are chickens... So funny. I don't know why, why are, are chickens, chickens so, so funny. funny. Because. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, Mom, thanks for the uh, bonus dad joke this morning. Oh, you are so welcome. It's a 7-Eleven. I love that. It's the Big Dave Show, and here we go. Talking about Green Acres, are we, Stan? We're talking about Who Day Acres? Well, yeah. So, Cincinnati Bengals players Joe Burrow and Sam Hubbard are reportedly buying the farm. And not like in the bad way. Yeah, yeah. The, the two, along with 20 other athletes, are reportedly buying a huge Iowa farm for about $5 million. I heard it's Jesse Tack's family farm. It could be. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Possibly, yeah. What are they growing on this farm? It's a 104 acre corn and soy focused land but the the group is going to lease it out to farmers and then get a percentage of what they grow the the group is also looking to diversify and buy a watermelon farm in Oregon and over the next few years they plan on buying a bunch of farms and they're preparing to announce a partnership with a known alcohol brand. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Maybe that potato vodka. How about that? <laughs> I mean, I so. Think of that. Yeah. yeah, vodka. Joe Burrow, Sam Hubbard, they're they're not going to be the they're farmers, investing. but they're investing. Yeah. yeah. And it made me go down like a rabbit hole of like, well, you know, all these athletes have all this money and it's really sure. smart and it's giving back yeah, and feeding the hungry. I so I was like, has there been another football player that's done this? Well, Jason Brown, he played with the St. Louis Rams back in the day uh-huh. and he actually quit the NFL to become a full-time farmer to feed the hungry. In North Carolina. And I was like, yeah. what? So then I explored even That's further cool. and he learned all of his farming from YouTube. Had no idea how to do it. That's and he's awesome. raising like thousands of pounds of food to go to the hungry. And I'm like, this this is 
blowing yeah. my mind. I remember that story because at the height of his NFL career, and he was at a lucrative career going very good, yes. and his coaches even told him, you're making the biggest mistake of your life. What are you doing? And he's like, no. Nope. No, I'm not. No. Yeah, so he became an actual farmer. But this is really cool for Burrow and the other athletes just investing and yeah. you know moving yeah. the needle forward for those who are hungry. Can't I, even. I sure. can totally see Sam Hubbard down the road once he's retired. <laughs> Big old farm b- boy. B- b- plowing. Oh, his, yeah. I, he, <laughs> green tractor. Those boys both could fill out some overalls, you think, Ashley? Oh, they could throw some bales ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Bengals and Ravens and the Farmers this Sunday night in the jungle. Sunday night football. It's a wild card weekend. And oh, by the way, TJ Hushmanzada, ruler of the jungle yeah, for Sunday awesome. night. I love that they're bringing him back. This is the Big Dave Podcast. 39 right now here at B105. Lo and behold, Statman has found out that he does actually have something yes. in common with uh, Hollywood hunk Brad Pitt. And uh, what is that stat? Uh, well, it's it's not our looks or our movie careers because I still am working on mine. It's, the, <laughs> it's our opinion on traffic and it's people driving slow in the fast lane. I, I've I've tried to control this. This was actually my New Year's resolution last year uh-huh. was to not get so mad in traffic. Oh, it's I just hard, feel though. Like it's so selfish of that person in that lane. <laughs> but I'm not alone. Brad Pitt was asked, how does he feel about the person in that left lane driving slow? And here's what he said. You know what my pet peeve, my Larry David moment is, is when people are in the passing lane and they're going as slow as everyone in the regular lanes and they block the whole thing. And you can't get around because I like to, um, yeah, yeah, I got to move. And when I feel trapped, I go all Larry David on him. All over. (laughs) Change five, six lanes. And that's my new thing is like, look, I'm not even going to get frustrated at you. I'm just going to change lanes. I'm going around you. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Brad Pitt, is. here's how he kind of copes. Here's what he does. I I try to be nicer these days, (laughs) but I might flick a bright. That, see if that, that gets work. anything. I might like move over into the rearview mirror a couple times. Yeah, see if right. that does anything. I do the uh, what? Like sometimes, like my throat. You can't see his radio, yeah, but I'm throwing my hands up. Like, yeah, what? What are you doing? Gesture, some yeah. kind, they're not looking. No, really no. it sounds like passive aggressive road rage, y'all. No, oh, oh, a, totally. little well, uh, oh, a little totally bit. A little bit. Yeah, but but it's <laughs> also like. I don't know how you could clock out that much and check out in the world when you're in your car driving 70 miles in an the hour fast or, lane, yeah. or, or 55 in a 65. Now, the, there's this new thing called adaptive cruise control. Mm-hmm. And I'm now learning about this because I have older cars, but all these new cars and on my latest trip to Florida, I recognized how they interact with each other. And here's the fun thing. Now in traffic, we have computers interacting with each other's cars. So when adaptive cruise control kicks in, say you're driving down the road, 65, you come up to a slow car in in the fast lane. Your car automatically adjusts to their speed. Slows down. Okay, so now we're let's start stacking up cars because that one car <laughs> is stuck in the slow lane. So another car comes up, it slows down. Now it has to adjust to that car. It's a domino ripple effect. And it's a domino. And eventually, once you get like five, six cars stacked up, mm-hmm. the computer sensors are now tripping each other back and forth. You're speeding up, you're slowing down. You're speeding up, you're slowing down. And in the meantime, I'm the guy in the back going... Come on, everybody. What's the what's the acceptable speed in the fast lane? According to you, I would say five over. If you're over there, it's a pass lane. Five over is acceptable. I guess. I I mean, but but if you're out in the middle of the interstate, man, and you're way between towns. 
It's more than five over. I mean, it's probably a little flow bit. Flow of traffic. Yeah. That's what I've been told, too. Go with the flow of traffic. Sure. And, and your and flow is a lot faster than most people's, though. Well, yes. That <laughs> Notice somebody passing you on the right. I mean, I don't know what emergency they're in. They might have to go deliver a baby or save a life or something. They need to get past me. They're probably then just hungry. I get out of their way. <laughs> they next gotta, next uh, stop yeah. is food. They got to pee. I mean. That's <laughs> it. Like, oh, that guy's got to go. Watch the road rage, please. For Brad Pitt. For his sake and stats. (laughs) This is the Big Dave Podcast. Uh, You like it and you love it and you want some more of it and that uh, it is money. Well, good news for you. Tuesday, January 10th, and tonight's Mega Billions jackpot is an estimated annuitized $1.1 billion. Our first winning number tonight is 15. That's followed by 13. Up next, we have 7. Your next number is 18, and your final white ball number for this Tuesday evening is 14. Now for the Mega Ball number, that is 9. So there you go. No winner. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Even the lucky numbers, uh, we labored over getting you yesterday. Well, Nothing. we got uh, just a big old... <laughs> Right here. <laughs> Nothing. Yep. Well, oh, wow. we did have seven, uh, which uh, turned out to be in the list there, but, but that was our mega ball number yeah, that so we came up. Nothing. nothing. So uh, <laughs> Friday night, it's going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be the second largest in the lottery's history. Huge. Mm-hmm. $1.35 billion for Friday night's oh Mega Billions drawing. Uh, cash option of $707.9 million if you decide to take it all in a lump sum. Change your I'll life. I'll just take a little bit. I'll just take a million. <laughs> I mean, just a little. Listen, I don't have to win it all. Not stat, three. stat. I'll take the point nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know? <laughs> you know, I I'm not greedy. I I don't mind taking after the decimal point there. uh, We'll have to wait till Friday night. I I guess, yeah. But this is getting huge. I mean, this is... uh, It's up there. It's insane to think about. But all of the numbers last night, what was odd to me, were under the number 20. Because it goes all the way up to 70. Yeah, and usually you see a mix of numbers. So it was odd to see a bunch of teens, and then it was like consecutively in order. 13, 14, 15 in order there. (laughs) My birthday, I should have played my birthday, 7-13. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, Well, uh, we'll go Friday night right here. Uh, It is the uh, Mega Millions $1.35 billion drawing. It's a 641. This This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming out of Las Vegas and also from somewhere that's kind of being maligned here lately, TikTok. Everybody, oh, all that, but, but a lot of good comes out of TikTok, especially when it comes to charitable acts. We've heard that, seen that documented. Well, let's go to Frank Steele. He is the owner of Frank and Sons Pizzeria in Las Vegas. This is his dream, and he's doing it there in Las Vegas. And guess what? It's not going very well for Frank. Uh-uh. No, $400 a day, Frank says, if he's oh, lucky. Oh, gosh. I mean, and everybody loves Frank. Everybody that works for him loves Frank, so much so that one of his employees went behind his back and reached out to TikTok food critic Keith Lee. Now, Keith has 8 million followers, okay? So he has a lot of fans. He's a food critic and actually lives there in Las Vegas. They reached out to Keith and Keith shares what they said. I'm an employee at Frankincense Pizzeria. It's really slow. We really can't afford rent and we would love for you to come and try the food. The owner don't know you coming. 
It's a family-owned business and the food is delicious, but we don't have a marketer behind us. That's the only reason why we don't really get that much business. So Keith, being a man of his word, showed up to Frank and Sons Pizzeria there in Las Vegas and ran into Frank Steele. I had this guy come in, didn't know who he was, and I like to ask my customers, you know, where you're from, what do you do? He quietly said, I'm a food critic. Yes, a food critic who a lot of these critics on TikTok and other social media channels charge in a big fee to come and review you sure. and possibly get, you know, your restaurant to go viral. Keith said he's doing this for free oh boy. and gave a very glowing review of the food and everything at Frank and Son's Pizzeria in Vegas. Places like this that don't nobody know of, this is a 9.8 out of 10. I'm a wholeheartedly agree with the employee here. Frank, from me to you, there is no way you should be struggling to pay rent. That food is delicious. The service is amazing. Yeah, Frank, I'm coming back and I'm shaking your hand. <laughs> so not only is he going to come back and shake his hands, a lot of people are going into Frankincense Pizzeria in Vegas, all because of Keith Lee's TikTok review of their food. Oh, it's like saved. Yeah. Well, saved yeah. And Frank Steele, the owner, understandably emotional as to what's going on with his cash registers and business right now. Our phone never stopped ringing. I sold more lemon pepper wings in the last two days than I have in the last four months. I made more garlic knots yesterday than I've ever made. He's getting choked up, obviously. I mean, come on, this was his dream, and it was saved simply by a review on TikTok. Wow. I mean... Smallest thing does the largest gesture. Yeah, and it's not just people from Las Vegas coming to eat there. I had people come from Iowa, from California. I had people come down from Utah. It's just been overwhelming. It's been a blessing. This restaurant has been a dream of mine for 30 years, for 30 years. But now that dream is not going under. It's going up <laughs> thanks to Keith Lee's food review on TikTok. So, so to Frank Steele and Keith Lee, thank you guys for the good vibes. And if you're ever in Vegas, Frankincense Pizzeria is where you got to go. B. B-105. The Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning we've got Cassandra. She's a mother of one from Hamilton, but she's got a bunch of other kids because she's a preschool teacher at KidWorks at Mount Healthy. Good morning, Cassandra. Good morning. All right, well, let's have your dad joke. Why couldn't the toilet paper cross the road? <laughs> I don't know. Why, Why couldn't, couldn't the, the toilet, toilet paper cross, cross the, the road? road? It got stuck in a crack. Oh. We've had butt quack for ducks and now toilet paper crack. What's going on here with this dad joke this week? You're, you're cracking us up. <laughs> That's right. Cassandra, have a great day and thanks for listening to B105. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast, B105.com.